We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. This scripture from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 is going to set the stage for our talk today regarding the Angelus. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Gosh, that's beautiful. Pray unceasingly. Rejoice. Rejoice. All kinds of words that I love. <laughs> you think I wasn't listening to your introduction. <laughs> After we've just read it three times. I love setting the stage for this conversation, though, Katie. The Angelus is something that is a long tradition. And I love traditions. I love things from the past that translate into our lives today and the importance of knowing where we've been so we know where we're going. I don't know. There's a better phrase than that. But if you don't know where you've been, how do you know where you're right. going? That's no, it. Yeah. That's it. So I do love traditions of the church and the beautiful gifts that come from the past. And so the Angelus, our topic today, is actually Latin for angel. And we love our angels. We love our angels. <laughs> our, I say my guardian angel is going to look really exhausted by the time I hopefully get there. She's going to say, you have worn me out. But I do love that it puts into our, our minds the Angelus is prayed at 6 a.m., at 12 noon, and 6 p.m. typically. And it starts from a tradition back, and historians say back maybe to the 11th century in Italy, where the monks would pray three Hail Marys at the last bell at 6 p.m. before mm -hmm. they would begin their night prayer. And that'll be another um, conversation that we have about Liturgy of the Hours. But this does start getting us into the practice of praying throughout our day. Mm -hmm. And for me, and I think that you've done this too at different times, setting an alarm at 12 o'clock to remind us to pause whatever mm -hmm. we're doing and just pray in Thanksgiving. And the Angelus is a beautiful prayer to pray. It has such a beautiful rhythm to it. Even when you were talking a few minutes ago about the traditions of the church, and they're just such gifts to us and that they really do bring us into this daily rhythmic prayer life. Right. And it doesn't have to be overly complicated. Uh -huh. The simplicity of this prayer, which we'll pray at the end, is really a beautiful centering. There's a, a wonderful um, picture that we will mm -hmm. post, and I don't know who the artist is, but it shows a couple pausing in the field. A with potato their, field. A potato field with their heads, <laughs> you know, down and reverent. And they're pausing in the midst of their day to give glory and honor to God. And they said even the cattle would stop mm -hmm. plowing when the bell was rung. And if you've ever been, if you live by a church or if you're by a church, to know that 6 a.m. bell, the 12 p.m. bell, and the 6 p.m. bell, that's for the Angelus. And I thought, well, that's a fun little fact. I love that. I love hearing church bells when I lived closer just to hear that there was something also very peaceful and beautiful about that, just the 
God is present in our world and reverberating mm-hmm. out. Totally. I do love that. Well, and it reminds me, um, you know, we live in the world, but not of it. And that there is something that painting is one of my favorites. And it just gives me such peace to show someone that is in the midst of their daily routine, a hard daily routine, right. <laughs> not even one like one like mine, <laughs> um, <laughs> but to pause and turn toward God in those times, in those moments to bring him into everything. Absolutely. Well, that's like sacramentals. These prayers that we are um, going to suggest, I think we're going to talk about the Angelus today, but later we'll talk about divine mercy and the hour of mercy and liturgy of the hours, but that they help us to remember and so much of what Jesus is doing throughout his public ministry is encouraging us to remember and repeating things in different ways to help us to remember and hold fast to the truth. And like sacramentals, it's like spiritual sticky notes. Mm-hmm. Like when my alarm goes off at 12, I'm like, oh yeah, I might be totally on some other plane. Wasn't God wasn't even a part of my day, right. but I'm like, oh good, good. Here I, c- I can center whatever's happening come back to that. Right. It's and reminded me to even do it again. You well, know, the talk about spiritual amnesia. There was a time I thought, oh, well, this is such a great part of my routine. And, you know, I'll never not do this. Absolutely. Joke's on me. And this is a total <laughs> invitation from us. And know that we say that we do this, but Katie, literally when we decided we're going to do the Angelus, I've had the alarm in my phone just turned off. <laughs> and I was like, nope, this is a great little spiritual nudge to turn that back on. And for the last few days when it's gone off, I'm like, this is so great. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that I'm back into this rhythm. So again, we're inviting you to consider putting this a part of your day. This is not some, you know, if you don't do this, you're a terrible prayer. Right. Uh, but we do find great peace and joy in doing that. And it was really designed to commemorate the mystery of the incarnation. And just a little shout out to Mary for her yes, Mm -hmm. for her fiat, for her saying, yes, I will do -hmm. this, Lord. I want to do your will. And when we remember this in the course of our day, like, God, what is your will for me today? Mm -hmm. Where is it? What course do you want me on? Am I in your will right now? So it's a really good reminder for us and a, um, what, what do you call that? Like a, a writing of our ship of our day, you know, if we're off course a little bit, like this is a great reminder mm-hmm. to get back on, to stop whatever we're doing and give God some glory and honor. I love that it uses all of our senses too. Like when we were first talking about, it, I was thinking, well, we, you know, the bells or the alarm, whatever it is that's allowing you to know that it's noon. Um, but then the prayer stance and that during part of the Angelus, there's a genuflect, like the word made flesh. So it just, it encompasses your whole body Absolutely. to this prayer. Which helps us participate mm-hmm. more fully. Mm-hmm. And that takes us to typically the Angelus is prayed at mass and except for during Easter time. And that's when we pray the Regina Chaley. So it is a part of it, depending where you live and if it's a practice that they would pray it before that noon mass Mm -hmm. or it just is a wonderful prayer to have in your backpack. And I know where my kids went to Garen Catholic here in town and I would be there maybe to work the sack stand or whatever (laughs) I was going to be doing. And at three o'clock when the school day was ended, they did the announcements and then the whole school, everyone who was there stopped in the hallway or wherever we were and prayed the Angelus. And it was a really wonderful day or way to send those kids then out into Mm -hmm. after school. I really appreciated 
that they did that. And it's something that those kids all know now, too. I think it's wonderful. That bell that was rung at noontime, too, was also known as the peace bell because the pastors were encouraging, it started, were encouraging them to pray three Hail Marys. Um, there was so much turmoil in the world that it became known as the peace bell. Maybe we should be doing that again. I mean, right? Yeah. And I and I, I don't think there's... Peace and safety. Right. I don't think there's any accident, Katie, that these different topics are placed on our hearts. Mm-hmm. And for us to encourage each other to get back into practices, to want to share that with other people, because we know in the times that we are praying that, that it does bring peace, mm-hmm. not just to us, but prayer is so important. Prayer really is a way of us growing closer to God to know His will and to live that more perfectly. Mm -hmm. And that when we are in that intimate relationship with Him, we are spreading goodness in our circle of influence of where we are. We talk about that a lot. But the ripple effect of goodness Mm -hmm. cannot be discounted. Right. And it comes with the habitual practice of prayer. Yes. And just going back to that first Thessalonians 5:17, um, in the Didache Bible, it has a little footnote down here about that praying constantly, and it's from the catechism, and it's taking several little places within the catechism. But it says, Our very lives must be marked by habitual prayer, giving glory to God in all that we do. The church fulfills this command in the liturgy of the hours. And something like the Angelus that's repetitive and and repeated throughout the day, which sanctifies the day with all its diverse activity. And I love that idea too. You're sanctifying your day. You're sanctifying your time. Absolutely. And and again, if I mean, wow, if you're going to do six noon and six, that's awesome. (laughs) Katie and I are pick one. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe it's a way that you start your day. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's at six a.m. and that's how you start your day, just to give this moment of God, where do you want me today? How can I serve you today? Sanctify my day. Mm -hmm. That's actually a great segue into, um, it's a book by Jared Days, D-E-E-S. We think we're pronouncing that correctly. Um, And it's called Praying the Angelus. And the premise of the book is that he just started praying the Angelus. And he ended up writing this book about everything he learned by praying the Angelus and that it seemed like such a simple practice that he was beginning, Mm -hmm. but it developed into this habitual life of prayer for him into many different areas of his life. And he gave five lessons that we can kind of briefly discuss. One is the power of repetitive prayer. Two is humility of being a disciple. Wow. Three, importance of admitting time belongs to God which that one kind of blew my mind. We can talk about that. Uh, Number four, the wisdom of taking time with discernment. And number five, the joy of resting in the Lord's presence. Oh my gosh, that's a little bit of a mic drop. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love each one of those. Can Mm -hmm. you, let's talk about that. Let's do break them down just for a minute. We have a little bit of time. So let's take, what was the first one? The first is the power of repetitive prayer which I think we discount sometimes and think, oh, we're repeating the same thing over and over again. And that is not, that's not what's happening. Right. Well, when we repeat it, it becomes part of who we are. Mm -hmm. That that isn't, um, I think it leaves room open to meditate on 
God, where do you want me today? Like when the words mm-hmm. just come, then we're able to focus more on that relationship that we're not so focused on. Did I say that? Did I say that? Right. That that is such a part of who we are. I loved that that is a repeated prayer is a holy invitation to mm-hmm. meditate. I so that. I think that's beautiful. What was that second one? Second, humility of being a disciple. Really, you are God. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> And just that that pause that we talked about, the pause and that disrupting your normal activity to turn toward God. Well, and I love the God is God and we are not, and being a disciple, a follower of God is showing us the way, Mm -hmm. the way to live a life that brings the fruits of the Spirit, that brings that peace and joy. And he modeled that in what he did and also what he said. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is important to feel like we're not here alone. We don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to do, be all things to all people Mm -hmm. all the time. And I Mm -hmm. think as women, we do wear so many hats and we are, you know, pillars for so many, which is a beautiful use of our gifts. But to know that we turn to God We ask him for his influence, his guidance. Lord, sanctify my day. Let me follow you in everything that I think, say, or do. I love that. Number three. Importance of admitting time belongs to God. And I love that too, because it's, you know, my day always somehow feels like my day. (laughs) I don't know how that happens, but, you know, it's his time. It's his day. It's me working for him and him working through me. So it's a reminder, I think, with this rhythmic type of prayer and an hourly, like a a designated hour to pause, I find that so attractive. Well, and I love the saying too, God wants our precious time, not Mm -hmm. our spare time. Mm -hmm. So that reminds us to use the morning to start our day if we can, just even if it's a simple, Lord, sanctify my day, let me accomplish what you will, mm-hmm. or to eke out that prayer time, that quiet conversation with God before we dive into the day, to pause in the middle of our day, and then again to thank God at the end of our day to for all that he's given us. So I mm-hmm. think that's a perfect um, explanation of that. Number four is the wisdom of taking time with discernment. Mm, Discernment. That's a word and a practice Mm -hmm. that I think for me, I can do better. Mm -hmm. Because often- I know I I can do better because even when I read it, I'm like, what exactly does that mean? (laughs) Well, and again, I'm so busy telling God what my plan is uh, that sometimes he doesn't really get to- impart to me what he Mm -hmm. wants me to do. So discerning to me, don't quote me anybody, uh, is really listening and determining what it is God is asking for me to do Mm -hmm. in my life, in the little things and in the big things. And Mm -hmm. I think he really, like an amazing loving father, he is interested in the the details. He's Mm -hmm. interested in the little things of our lives because that says we trust him. The more we go to him, the more 
it's showing that we trust. Mm-hmm. We trust in His promises. We trust that He is God and He is a loving Father. And we want to bring all things to Him. And He is interested. I think I've shared before, my dad used to say, I would tell him something, oh, dad, guess what? Blah, 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 blah. And he'd say, well, I think I'll put that down in my book of useless information. <laughs> But to God, our Father, there is no such book. Huh. Uh-huh. Really? You would think I would stop telling him things, but it didn't discourage me. I mean, that's funny. All right. Number five is the joy of resting in the Lord's presence, well, which is just peaceful reading those words. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't listened to our conversation with Colleen Scariano mm. on rest. That's one you might want to revisit or visit because rest is so important, both active rest and that quiet rest. And that's what he says, come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. And, and I, I love that, you know, he puts that as number five because really it's a fruit of all these other things. Absolutely. And it culminates in that. So we're going to go ahead and pray the Angelus, and we would invite you to pray along with us if you know it. If you don't, um, just listen to the words. They are so beautiful. And there are many different apps that you can get different prayers on or books that have it in there. And it's very simple. So we invite you to join us as we pray the Angelus. Are you ready, Katie? I'm ready. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word was made flesh. And dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So just a quick recap on that. There are three salutations, so to speak. And when you were praying it in a group, I prayed the first part, and Katie prayed the second part, and then a Hail Mary follows those three. So just a recap of what that was. I guess we could have said that at the beginning, but (laughs) we hope you enjoyed that and felt some peace. And when you hear the bells ring, um, maybe it's an invitation to pray and remember that God loves you and that he wants all goodness in your life. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Katie. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. 
If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org and join our free AYF circle where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.